Welcome everyone. Live from McKillop College, Werribee in Melbourne, Australia, you're listening to Mac Live on Live FM. My name is Linda and I'm your co- and my co-hosts today are Al and Alessandra and our special guest, guest today is Mish. So, hello Mish. Well, uh, thank you. <laughs> um, so today we are speaking to her about how she lived on a haunted estate. I've been told you've lived, you lived on a haunted estate in, it was it New South Wales or? That's correct. correct? Yeah. Um, a small country town in New South Wales called Juni, which is only a population of about uh, 7,000 people, so fairly oh. small. Oh, yeah. Um, and most of my growing up life and um, my parents lived um, close by in a small town and my dad was dry teaching someone to drive and would drive to this little country town called Juni and um, while the lady was teaching um, dance lessons, she he would wander around the town. Oh, and yeah. um, at that time he first laid eyes on um, an old homestead that looked like just a single-storey building at the time, mm. very run down, very dilapidated and yeah. um, not being lived in, up on a hill. And he went to investigate and by his account he fell in love with it from the very first time he saw it Aww. and was his mission to make it his home and <laughs> yeah. um, have his family there, which he he worked hard to do. But in... Moving into the house that hadn't been lived in for 30 years, yeah. um, there were no doors or windows, water or electricity. Um, it had been badly vandalised. In fact, it was a two-storey house and around both the bottom and top balconies there was originally cast iron lacework that had been systematically broken by vandals mm. and um, it... Um, you know, sort of broke broke his heart to see this beautiful old building going to rack and ruin and decided that, yes, he wanted to make it his mission to restore the house and really it was just to be our own home. But as he got more involved in doing that, yeah. it actually um, turned into other people wanting to look at it and see yeah. it. And mm. it is actually now still open to the public like, and people yeah. go there to look through. You'll find it on websites like, and yeah, things we like that. Yeah, had we a look. saw a <laughs> showing us that. And breakfast now. Yeah, yeah. Tours. Yes, yeah. Bowls. Um, Bowls. and you can yeah. do tours. So my youngest brother is um, involved in running those tours of mm. ghost tours. But it was from the very first moving into the house that um, my parents thought, that lots of strange things happened that yeah, they strange. couldn't account for. Yeah. Oh. Were you born, like, in the house? No, not me. Uh, my youngest sibling, my mother was five months pregnant when um, oh, with my youngest sibling when we first moved in and um, she she was born within, like, sort of four or five months Mother. of us moving yeah, in. But my dad always said that very first night that we stayed there, I was still only a baby. Um, there's not a huge age difference between myself and my sister. And he said I cried the entire night. He said really? I wasn't happy to be there at all. <laughs> oh. And he had to keep getting up and you know, trying to settle me and what have you. But I think it was pretty horrid what they had to sleep in the first few nights because yeah, it was- basically they cleared rubbish out of a space for us to, you know, sleep. And yeah. They weren't particularly well off at that stage, so um, 
they tell a story of some people coming to um, deliver some furniture which was from, say, St Vincent's or somewhere like that mm. and the people felt so bad for them. They were like, oh, you really do need this oh, furniture because the house was in such wreck and ruin. But, um, yeah, on the very first night we were there, um, I think there were lots of um, sleepless hours. <laughs> so you did say that your parents started seeing, like there were things happening that they couldn't really account for. When did you kind of start getting that, like, um, experience? Probably, probably from about... I know, seven or eight years old, I used to have the sensation of someone sitting on the end of my bed. We did talk about that in our oh – we we've done another podcast about oh, ghost okay. stories. Like our own ones. Podcast. Yeah, and we did mention the fact that, like, younger children are definitely more – is it just like – Yeah. Yeah. We think – Yeah. More susceptible, <laughs> I think. think. What was the first, like, memory of – like a paranormal yep. thing happening to you? Um, well, I guess I saw I heard lots of other people's stories about um, things getting moved and broken. Yeah. You, my father always talked about hearing footsteps go from one side of the veranda at the top around to the other side. Yeah. And he said it was a woman's high-heeled sound shoe walking. But it was impossible because there were all, all the boards were broken. Yeah, and he said he got to the point where he just didn't even bother looking anymore because there's no, yeah. nothing could there be there. There was no one there. Yeah. Nothing yeah. could be there. Um, yeah. So I heard a lot of stories about that sort of thing about um, you know things getting um, people feeling unwell when they went into the house. Um, yeah. There were actually some animals that were left in the house that had been mutilated, which wasn't oh, very nice. No, no. So I think that at first the previous occupants were trying to get my parents to leave. Wait, yeah. Mm. Trying to get us to move out. So was it like a ghost situation? Well, we believe so. And um, it was in about 19, mid-1970s when a – Big country, an old ABC show came to the house mm. and they actually brought mediums with them. Oh. And one of the mediums, her name is Liz James, she said if she'd ever known how um, many spirits were attached to the house, she would never have gone there. She actually had a really quite traumatic oh. experience oh, no. going there. So, yeah, yeah so. Um, <laughs> oh, so is this? That was the real start of lots of talk about uh, other people's experience yeah, over time and how um, people had had, you yeah. know, many experiences that were um, out of the norm. So do you know how long the house was there for before your dad, like, found it or? Um, so it had, had been built in 1884, the main house. Yeah. Mm. The house, the original owners um, were there until about 1910. Mm. The house was then left with all the original furniture in it covered up yeah. um, and during some um, wartime some of the family came to live there. They didn't stay. They'd all moved to the city um, and then they sold off all the original furnishings and it was left completely um, Un unattended yeah. and then that's when it was like a dare for the local children to go and 
Oh, so it turned into like yeah, yeah break things. So there was a story also that there was someone who probably by today's standards was just had um, some sort of physical disability chained up at the house and below and he was oh. the son of um, one of the of a caretaker of the house. And in when the movie Psycho was released, that someone came up and shot the caretaker. But the son was um, – there is actually a little building where there's a hole in the wall and it's a brick, solid brick little building where you can see the worn um, brick work from the chain that was oh, holding was t- him yeah, on. Yeah. yeah, so oh. there's lots of stories of lots of um, unfortunate history, I guess, yeah. with the original family. We can't obviously say whether that's – True or yeah. not, yeah. But um, by chance, after the big country came and did the show on the house, there was lots of publicity. Yeah. That a lady, I was actually as young. I used to take people on tours around the house. Mm. I was showing some people around, and this lady said to me, "I used to work here as a maid." Oh. And I said, oh. "Really?" <laughs> and she was well into her eighties. Okay. And we um we said, "Well, that's quite possible." And um, my father then took the time to go and interview her, and she said that during the time that she worked there, she would be in in an enclosed room, and papers would just all fly around the room. So. There's some talk of there having been paranormal before, activity prior. Way yeah. Before, yeah. Yeah, well prior to us being there. But certainly um, with my family there's lots of sightings, lots of different, um, yeah, images that have been picked up in digital cameras and photos. Um, yeah, quite a lot. <laughs> I just want to go back because you mentioned that like in the 70s, like that's when it started like, progressing like mm-hmm. popularity i know like um also in the like the 70s like there wasn't like much like you know paranormal mm-hmm. like talk of like yeah. beliefs yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah there's certainly certainly been a little bit more um if you're just tuning in now you're listening to mac live on live fm from mckillop college in Werribee. In Melbourne, Australia. My name is Rebecca. My co hosts today are Al and Alessandra, and our special guest today is Mish. And Al, you were saying? <laughs> oh, I just asked a question about like in the <laughs> in the 70s, like there wasn't like, it wasn't, that's when like the house like started gaining popularity mm-hmm. and like there was talk about something. And I know like not much people like believed in like ghosts and mm-hmm. like all was like, oh, you know. Is like the devil's, like you know, like mm-hmm. why would you believe in that? Yeah. That's all fake. Mm-hmm. Like, did you get like many like nasty people, or, like oh. anyone not believing or like mm. saying, "Oh, that's yeah. all untrue." Oh, that, yeah, there were probably oh, like there have always been people that would you know try yeah. and say things like, "Oh, you know, there'll be some scientific reason why that happened and what happened." And I and I personally would always just go, oh, "Well, that's fine. That's your belief." And um, I actually live here and. I'm only sharing with you my experiences yeah. and what have yeah. you. Um, it has been on the paranormal American Paranormal Show as well, really? Monte yeah. Cristo, oh, really? and they yeah. they did use lots of equipment that detected voices and things like that. That um, I can't precisely tell you when 
what show it was and yep. how long ago, but in the last, say, five or ten years. Um, but, um, yes, there's always going to be people that, you know, say, oh, well, they don't believe and that's that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so you said that it was on a show, like ABC, that's when the median came. Yep. How did they know? Like did, was there like stories coming out? Did you contact them? I think them? That, that the house always had a reputation oh. of um, – being a bit scary and why would anyone live up there in that big scary house on the hill? Yeah. And um, certainly when it was like a dare for the local kids to go and smash something. That's when. You know, yeah. it, it probably grew in its um, storytelling history. Yeah, okay, then. yeah. yeah. <laughs> fair enough. Yes. Are you still like um, – like connect not connected but like do you still like regularly like not like, like go do visit you still the visit yeah, the yeah. house my mum lives there my mum's oh, okay. like resident there and um which is quite a large house for just a um 90 year old lady but she loves it and doesn't want to leave and we can't convince her that it's a good idea <laughs> so for her to leave her. so and um, um, um my siblings are all fairly close by so that's um great for her but they're um yeah I'm there you know a few times a year probably so yeah I still I hope to have a lot longer association with the house so yeah, yeah. So what are like some scary stories from the house? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I know Alessandra's been holding yeah. up for this one. Well, so there's certainly been a lot of people that um, have felt unwell and I've yeah. experienced that myself where I've been taking a tour around the house and get to a certain spot where um, a person has just become so physically unwell that they've virtually been carried out of the house. Oh, my God. And then they've gotten out of the house and they've been fine. Same with small children. And as you yeah. said about being a bit susceptible, they um, scream at the top of their lungs and don't want to be in there and take them outside and they're fine. Yeah. And that's not going – and that's in a time of not really, you know, promoting the yeah. Um, yeah. ghost stories and things like that. But um, – Probably some of the scarier things for people have been, you know, that they that they felt taps on the shoulder and turned around and there's been no one there. Mm. Um, I didn't find it distressing that feeling of someone f- sitting on the end of my bed. You I remember pushing my feet down, thinking it's not moving, um, and thinking, but that's okay. I wasn't feeling like. But all my siblings and I've three sisters and a brother yeah. all said at different times that they saw figures. But I don't. I never had that experience. Mm, yeah, I've certainly seen lots of photographs and things like that of it. Yeah. yeah. But one, um, one, at one stage we had a lot of boarders staying at the house. Mm. There's quite a large property. It's 14 rooms in the main oh, house. Yeah. Um, and um, one of them felt that sensation of being tapped on the shoulder. Mm. Uh, turned around and there was no one there. He left there and then. Oh, oh wow. came back. He just went, he just went. Came back in with his car running and made his mate go in to get his stuff. Oh. and would not set foot back in the place. So, oh my goodness! Um, it definitely yeah. has given a few people frights over yeah. over the years. Yeah, I and you know, I guess the animals, the fact that animals prove fairly 
often didn't survive oh. well within the close to the house. A lot of them were just quite spooked by yeah, it as well. I, yeah. I would be too. I feel like when you did again back to the children, a lot of them wouldn't have even known about no, it either. So even not. if it had become popular, uh, popular like uh, a popular story yeah. or like thing like that, like, little children would not be no. aware that the like oh there could be ghosts know. in there. Yeah, like, that's right. They would have just gone with like whoever they're with. You know, mm. it's kind of I don't know like. It's so it's just so and so strange, and it's mm. like it's a poor child. Like they have no, yeah, no idea. <laughs> yeah, some of them. Yeah, I'm sure have some dreams afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever like um, felt threatened, or like any of your family felt threatened, or like scared at all? Um, I think I think that you know definitely people have felt scared at different times, but yeah, probably the one time where I was really like, mm, I'm not sure that I'm f- enjoying being at the property and it's an extensive sort of property by mm. myself and it was a very, very windy night and there were horses in the front paddock that were just galloping around and oh. around and around <laughs> and I thought, do I go and investigate or do I just stay here? Yeah. <laughs> do I just stay in my bed? And I survived the night but, yeah, that was probably the – and and there's certain parts of the house that are, you know, set apart from the rest of the house mm. and, you know, it's dark and a dark night and you're out in the country and there's only starlight and uh, <laughs> you sort of go, yeah, well, I'll just make a quick trip from A to B. Yeah, you know, but, <laughs> yeah. quick. But, yeah, uh, I mean my experience, of course, then is that I grew up there. I knew it all my life. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, so you've never oh, – yeah. yeah. So like <laughs> – Sorry. <laughs> when you first like started to experience, did you like grow up knowing about it? Like, has your parents told you about um, it? Or did it probably you- was, and probably was that period of time when it became popular in the media and things that we really knew about it. But we always knew we would always blame the ghosts yeah. for things. We would like, oh, who left the light on? <laughs> oh, I was the ghost, or you know, things like that. Yeah. So it was always. And, you know, my dad always would say, it's not the dead people you've got to worry about, it's the life people. So we were instilled with that sort of idea of it'll be okay. And my dad was the master of giving you a fright when you weren't expecting it as well. So we all grew up with that slightly, you know, sort of warped sense of, you know, I could just give someone a really big fright now by jumping out of somewhere and, (laughs) yeah, that sort of thing. I I do that as well. It's so funny. It comes out of nowhere. like, sorry. You're right. Um, so how long until like you moved out of the house? Like how long were you there? Um, probably the first good 20, 21 years of my life. I was fairly well full time there. Mm. Yeah. Do you think anything ever followed you? Uh, no, I don't actually. I think that the the I think I pick up on being in other places where I feel like there may be presence. But um, I don't believe anything followed me, no. But other people have thought that um, they've been at the house and something's followed them home. Yeah. Um, So take on – so what is your personal take on, like, the paranormal and ghosts, like, themselves? Like – like, do you believe in it? It's like, you believe in I it? Can't, do you I not, can't help like, but believe in it. Yeah. But I must admit that it feels heightened when I'm there. Yeah, like, like, it's not it's not a thought I have all the time now in my everyday life. I'm not. Yeah. But, however, I do believe 
I can sense the presence of people that have passed Passing, on and things yeah. like that in, in, in certain circumstances, but it's not something that haunts me as such. Yeah. It's more of a, oh, yeah, that like makes sense. Yeah, awareness, yeah. Do you think there's, like, any ways to get rid of ghosts? Um, I have dabbled in being in, you know, a situation of people calling them up and what have you, and I personally would never recommend it. Really? Yeah. I think that it's – I think you're being – I think we're playing in dangerous land there. Personally, yeah. that's my own personal belief. Um, do you – wow, I forgot my question now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you want me to ask my question or – No, I remember. Okay, you remember your okay. question. Um, <laughs> when you were living at the house, do you believe it was like a like a good – like a good – Spirit or like in like a. I think in the end, no. Spirit. I think in the end that it, it might have really um, distressed some people at first, but I think in the end they were like, oh, "These people aren't going anywhere, and we have to coexist." <laughs> yeah, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I think that yeah, yeah, it was more of an acceptance in the end. And like you mentioned that, like you can you believe that you can like sense mm-hmm. like a presence. Have you ever like? gone somewhere or met someone that just has like a strong sense of like okay someone's like something is following them or like something oh, is absolutely, like absolutely yeah yeah really? have you like ever told them or um I've had other people tell me that they have picked up on you know sort of things around them and what have you and I think I think there are some people who are just more tuned into it but yeah. um I, I'd be fairly cautious personally to say that to somebody else. Mm. I, I'd probably, if they came and approached me mm. and have people have, you no, know, based on knowing where I grew up and, and my um, life history, yeah. they've asked me and what have you to come to their houses and see if they, if that I sensed anything about their houses. Mm. What have you. Yeah. I feel like though if you did tell someone that, that, that there was a ghost following and they had no clue, it'd be kind of awkward <laughs> yeah, and no, they would right. probably freak out <laughs> be like, some people might take it like good, be like, oh, like a good spirit. And yeah. some other people be like, get that out of me mm-hmm. like, how now. Do I like, how do I get rid of it? <laughs> yeah. um, so you talked obviously about all the ghosts and stuff. Have you ever like dealt with like Ouija boards? That's where I was saying, was hinting at that, yes, we did when we were um, young at at the house at oh, Monte no. Cristo. Oh. And um, I have since in, you know, other like modern home settings, what have you, and that's where I'd say, yeah, I think you need to be extremely so careful. careful. Yeah. yeah, we talked about that too. Mm. We were like, not Ouija boards, mm. anything but Terrify Ouija boards. Me. Yeah. No, and I think that, you know, board. we definitely did invite some yeah. presence in that wasn't a nice one. Yeah, because yeah. because mm. what I've heard about Ouija boards is that you kind of just assume you're talking to some like the person you're talking to, but they can literally be anyone. Yeah. 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 I, obviously, I've never used one and I mm-hmm. don't plan to use no. one because yeah. I've heard too many stories. Yeah. But, yeah, you don't really know who or what exactly you're talking yeah. to or what could come out of it. Yeah. And we, like, we talked about that in, like, our previous podcast and, like, my grandma, she's a big, big fan of, like, paranormal. She, we always talk about it. And we're, like, we are talking about, like, the Ouija board and she's, like, I think it's just, like, gained so much popularity where at this point it's a trend to use it. Right. Yeah. Like, how do you feel about, like, that trend, like, all the paranormal things and, like... Um. Yeah, I'm not sure really. I I feel like um, 
if there's any, you know, way people can like support what is being, you know, told to them, like mm. I'd rather people think I'm <laughs> legitimate rather than, you know, <laughs> yeah. making up stuff or what yeah. have you. Yeah. So in that sense I'm thinking, oh, yeah, that could be good if the, um, More you know, people. paranormal yeah. Hunters or whatever they are, like can prove, oh, yeah, this was being recorded and this happened and what have you. In fact, actually there's been a lot of times when there's been like camera crews and people with any sort of camera equipment that really plays up when they're at the house as well. Really? Really? As in stops working, like whole production oh trucks God. out the front of the house that just <laughs> they're really just playing just tricks like, with them. Oh, well, everything's just <laughs> everything going just crazy. Yeah. This ghost sounds yeah. playful. Yeah. I feel like the ghosts yes. can sense though. I feel like when they know, because obviously if they're ghosts and they're kind of like I'm not saying they're like people, but like if they were people, mm. I don't explain what I'm trying to say. But I feel like you know I'm putting out. They well, can the, see. Yeah, the mediums that have been there have all said that. Um, you know, the, the, well, there has been a couple of voices that have been picked up and they're more or less saying for the mediums and that to leave, to get out, to oh. go. So, so it's yeah. like a common message to all mediums going in. Yeah. Yeah. So, But everyone else in the house, like say like everyone who lived there is okay. It's more just the mediums yeah. and stuff yeah. to like get out. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Have the ghosts ever done anything like friendly or helpful or like protective towards uh, the family? Not that I'm aware of. Maybe, maybe they haven't. I've just not realised. Hmm. Have any of them ever like talked to you? Is that like a weird? Um, I personally know. I've never felt like anyone's spoken to me. No. Yeah. Uh actually, not there. But I do actually think I was in a situation of in a car. And with another person and their parent had passed recently mm. and both of us thought that we heard that person whistling <sighs> at the same time. That's, yeah. That was weird. That That's, was yeah. really weird. See, like, see, it's things oh, like, no. <laughs> like it's things like that that are like unexplained yes. where it's like that's too like. And also you have someone backing you up too. Yeah, if someone mm-hmm. else is there, you're like, that's that's too hard to like when, say. Um, when my parents nothing. first were at the house, they were driving up the driveway mm-hmm. and as they drove up, it was as if there was light shining from every window in the house. And as they turned the bottom corner, the lights went out. But the problem was there were no lights in the house at all. Oh, because oh, no electricity. God. There was that's, no electricity at that stage. So, so did your dad experience a lot of a stuff? A lot. He was very, very much in tune with it. Yeah? yeah. What yeah. happened? Like what? Um, well, he, as he, as I said, he would hear people walking around all the time. Mm. He would see things that had been moved and broken Um I think I think he was very comfortable with it all, but he fell in love with the house. Yeah, of that's right. That so like he was, was, yeah. I feel like that sounds like it's kind of was meant to be though. Like yeah, he's like he fell in love with the house. He just happened to see, and then mm. no one in the house who lived there was like. Obviously, it's his family though yeah. too, so it's like no one was yeah. really like harmed or whatever. So it's like it was meant to happen, yeah. but all like the mediums and stuff are being told to like get out yeah, and like right. leave. Yeah. Also, most people would be terrified of a house like that when he first <laughs> saw it, like it being run down on top of a scary hill, like mm-hmm. yeah. just huge, huge yes. houses. Yeah. Yeah, like, he definitely was. Um, he definitely fell in love with the house straight away, and he was a tailor by trade, but yeah. he was a type of person that 
believed that whatever you want to do in life you can do and he did some amazing things by restoring the house. Yeah. Um, taught himself to weld cast iron, which is not easy, Ooh. and build wheels for carriages and oh all God. sorts of things and learned a lot about antique and Victorian furniture. Yeah. Um, oh. So just a, this is just a question. So how did the house smell? Like what were the smells of the house? I know that sounds like a weird so, question, yeah. but like our teacher had said that it – to like, I don't know. It's a common thing in like yeah, paranormal stories like how there's a smell. Yeah. yeah. Was there any like. Um, I look, I probably, I'm sure there were definitely lots of really bad smells <laughs> at different times <laughs> living in the country with animals and yeah. all sorts of things, mm. but nothing I can personally. In fact, if anything, it was more of a coldness. Oh. The feeling of going into certain rooms that felt really cold. Oh. Yeah. So like it's more of a, it was more one of a time and not that. another time like oh, yeah. that's that's more of that feeling of presence, the presence more than yeah. a smell that I would say yeah mm. yeah any other like <laughs> present like how do you how do you feel when something's around like um I'm not sure actually how to describe that it's probably just. An awareness, something standing out more than it normally would. Yeah. Maybe that bit of a feeling like somebody else is just there. Yeah. Because um, the way that I think of it is, do you know how people say like in tune? I imagine it as like a little dial in your head <laughs> and then like when something's around it turns that up for you. Yes. That's yes. how I imagine Wait, it. dial? Like what are you yep. I don't know, like a little volume button. Oh, okay. Is it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was and it just kind of turns it up and you're like, huh. Yeah, so um, I wouldn't say it's probably, uh, yeah, I guess, uh, uh, and obviously for other people's experience going into Monte Cristo, some of them it wasn't a pleasant feeling mm. and they were feeling their presences. But, and and I do have a friend who is quite psychic and, you know, she she doesn't go certain places mm. because she knows she'll be overwhelmed by that feeling Has of... Yeah. Has she been to your house? She has. She mm. doesn't like it? She, I think she was, um, I think she was well um, prepared. Yeah. Um, and she does talk about being able to turn the voices off. She actually hears voices. Ooh. She would have been a good person for you to talk to as well, actually. <laughs> Did she tell you what she heard? Uh, she's hearing things all the time. She's yeah. constantly being like spoken to. At your to. house? At the house. Um, yes, she did tell me quite a lot of stuff. Um, and she actually, it was after my father had passed away, which was probably about eight years ago. So mm. she actually says he talks to her quite a bit. He's joined the ghost. Yes. <laughs> that's that's kind of sweet. I really like that. Yeah. Right. Do you believe that he did? Um, I'm not sure actually, to be honest. I, other people do, but yeah. um, I'm not sure if I haven't spent as much time at the house since then mm. um, and not feeling it. But, however, I um, – I do feel his presence at other times. So I think, yes, he's yeah. there around, but I don't know if it's there. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming in today, You're Mish. Almost That's welcome. all we have time for today. Thank you for our guest. <laughs> it's been great 
pleasure talking today live from McKillop College, Werribee in Melbourne, Australia. You have been listening to um, Mac Live on Live FM. My name is Rebecca. My co-hosts today were Elle and Alessandra. Thank you for joining us today and we hope you have found this informa- information interesting and hopefully you go visit Monte Carlo. Monte Cristo. You're thinking of the movie, aren't you? You're thinking of the movie. You've got to think of the Count of Monte Cristo. Yes. (laughs) Thank Thank you.